Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. An abbreviated version of Oilers Now. We're going to get right back into it. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location at digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. We're going to head straight off to a River Cree Resort Casino hotline and get to our Oilers Now headliner brought to you by Touchback Safety. Touchback remains open for training and is taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and clients. We welcome back to the show the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, Dave Tippett. Hello, Dave. How are you doing? I'm great today. How are you doing, Bob? Well, it's uh, snowing and it's about minus four. Uh, the city uh, had to cut back on staffs uh, substantially. There's been a lot of private sector businesses that have just been absolutely crushed here uh, of late and uh, more coming. Uh, we are really in unique times, are we not, Dave? We very much are. And it's uh, uh, when you say you're great, you know, say I'm great, I'm just. Uh, thankful but uh you know my family and everybody is is well but we know there's a lot of tough uh, times out there and uh, as much as our lives are encompassed with hockey it's uh it's a very different time right now and uh you know you there's lots of thoughts and prayers going out for a lot of people out there that uh stay safe or to get well so that's the world we live in right now and that's uh, that's what we're all dealing with now you obviously have uh we we've talked to you at various different times in arizona in the state of minnesota and in edmonton so you know you have uh some some different experiences i, I want to ask you how much contact have you had with uh, your group of players right now you know it's off and on we've got uh there's different ways to talk to a few of them you know we have a text chain going there's uh we've had some uh organizational conference calls where you know bring everybody up to speed where we're at and everything so you try to stay in in contact as best you can but recognize uh the reality is you know as each day goes by there's not a lot of new news out there you just got to kind of stay stay relevant and um you know we're going to try to reach out to a few guys this week here but uh you know, it's it's a tough time for everybody. The, the players that I've talked to, there's a there's a frustration a little bit that uh, you know that it ended so quick, and they they still have that uh, competitive mindset. But then you recognize the uh, 
the uh, hardship that the whole world is going through, and you put that in perspective a little bit. So it's uh, you try to stay try to stay as upbeat as you can with the players, and and recognize that uh, what's going on in the world, and our players are there's frustration with not playing, but that being said, they recognize what's going on. Yeah, I think the last time I checked, uh, province of Alberta, and there will be an update again at 3.30 today uh, during the 6.30 chat afternoons of Jalen Nye with Dr. Dina Hinshaw. And Alberta, they've had 661 cases. The province has done over 45,000 tests. So that works out to about 1.5% of the tests are coming back positive. Edmonton perhaps, you know, benefits a bit that it's not a primary arrival part uh for you know uh, international travelers there are but the fact of the matter is the oilers are in an nhl it's got 30 other partners and there are some cities that have been devastated right now and, you know and that's that's all part of it is is we're kind of all in this thing together and the nhl is a microcosm of the bigger league issue isn't it or bigger world well it certainly it, it certainly is and and that's what you uh you know everybody has their own you know, local perspective on it, but in in the bigger picture, you have to look at you know how soon games can be getting going in New York. I mean, they've been devastated there. The California has uh, has been hit hard. You know, there's there's it's the whole the whole league concept that has to come into one big entity, and that's uh, you know that's sometimes when you're in in different locations you have that like i say you have a very local mindset to it but this is really a, a global thing and it's touched far more than sports but when you sit and look at our league it's uh, it's a small blip of what actually is going on uh, that being said you know it's uh, as a coach i sit here and you you wonder how you prepare for coming back you make sure you have the mindset, the players, if they, if we do come back, when we come back, that we're going to be ready. Um, you know, Bob, you and I have talked about this. Uh, the growth of our team this year is uh, there's a lot of things to like about that, and yep. it's frustrating, frustrating for me that you're hoping to get that, you know, get that experience of having a, uh, you know, a game where you clinch a playoff spot and then having a. Uh, the ability to go into a playoffs and prepare for a, a hard playoff opponent, all those little lessons that you learn as you grow as a team, it's really frustrating from, from our standpoint that we're going to miss some of those lessons possibly, you know, and that's that's uh, we felt like we made some, some real good strides this year, but those are those are lessons that we would like to, really like to learn right now, and uh, you know, it's, that part of it is frustrating from from everybody, from coaches to management to players to fans and, and everybody throughout. So it's, uh, I don't know, you know we've, we've talked about it, Bob. It's just a weird time in the world, and we all have to deal with uh, what's being dealt with right now. We're joined by Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. He's our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Touchback remains open for training and is taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and their clients. Yeah, you, you bring up a great point, and I'll, I'll give you an illustration, Dave. Every day for the final month that we were playing, I would go on sports club stats and look at the percentages of what it was for the Oilers to make the playoffs, and they were hovering between 85 to 95 percent, and then trying to work extrapolate, all right, when's the team theoretically, when can they clinch, who's out of the mix? 
and unfortunately that has been replaced by a website called World of Meters uh, info uh, website that gives me an update on COVID-19 and the pandemic and how it's afflicting the world. And it, it, it's kind of like in the back of my mind, it's kind of sad. So you had all of these, you know, I, I look at what you guys did on special teams, but you made some moves at the deadline. And I thought there was an opportunity for growth of your five on five game as well. Did you feel that you might have a chance to see a bit of that down the stretch if we found and, and I'm not saying we're not going to get the 11 regular season games in, but it looks unlikely that that would indeed happen. And was that maybe part of it is, is you wanted to see whether or not your team could, you still had room to grow your game out in specific areas like five on five play. No, that's exactly it, Bob. And we, like, like you said, our special teams, we were, uh, you know, we did a pretty good job all year long and, uh, and I give credit to Jim Playfer and, and, um, Glenn Gullickson, they, they run the power play and the penalty kill, respectively, really done a nice job. But there, there was, there's lots of room for growth in, in the five on five play. And I, I look at, uh, you know, there was still uh, one of our, one of our things we talked about at the start of the year, we have to bring our goals against down. I think there was still some growth in that area, but, uh, you know, adding those players, and it was it was funny. We like we we never really had the whole mix of players together, and that's yeah. what that last ten or eleven games was going to be really important to bring that mix together and get some. I you know I always talk about rhythm in your lineup. We needed to find that rhythm, and if we would have had that opportunity, I think we were trending to the place where our five on five game would improve, and um, you know. That's all well and good to talk about now. We're, you know, hopefully we do get to play those those games, but it's going to be everything will be a little bit different. You know, coming back and you'll have to you'll have to worry about your team getting up and going in all areas of the game, not just one that you feel like it was uh, you needed improvement on. So it's uh, it's like you know the growth of our team. We liked. I think there's still lots of upside here. And um, with some of the moves we made at the deadline, I still think that there's there's an unknown factor of how how those are going to pan out. But in our minds, they were all looking like they could trend the right way. But that'll be uh, when we get back and playing, we'll have to put that into into fast track and see if we can get things up and going. All right. Well, we'll get to the practical application moving forward in a second. I just want to ask you one more question about maybe what you thought you had versus what you ultimately ended up with. And where I'm going with this is when you took the job, did you think that Ethan Bear and then halfway through the season, Kyler Yamamoto and Caleb Jones would be as impactful as they ultimately turned out to be? Well, there's no way you know that they're going to be that impactful. I, you know, the one the one thing that, uh, and Yamo was a little different because we didn't get a really a good look at him in camp because he was injured. But uh, Ethan Bear, we knew we were going to have to, you know, when, when uh, Ken uh, decided to buy out Sakura, one of those young defensemen was going to have to step up and get an unbelievable opportunity to do so. And Bear was the guy right from training camp. I, I remember looking at him in training camp the first session he was on. He was flying around. He was smiling. He was enjoying life. And it was like he knew that this was his time. And you love to see a kid you know, take that opportunity like that. But um, from where I don't think there's been, uh, I would be amazed that there's there's a young player in the league that has as big an impact 
on his team than than Ethan had on our team. The minutes he played and and the position, you know, the roles that we put him in, he was. Uh, it, it's just it's hard to imagine where we've been this year without him. And then when Yamo came in, Yamo just took it another step again. And then um, Jonesy was a bit of a different one because he came in and he kind of was filling spots here and there. But I really like the way he's trending. Also, he's a He's kind of a today's-style NHL player where he can move the puck. He's a smart enough guy where he defends well enough. He understands the game. So those three young players coming in and, and just bolstering our lineup. You don't know what you have at the start of the year. You know, coming into this job, like I said, I knew you knew some, you know, I knew McDavid. I knew Dreisaitl. I knew Kleppbaum. You knew those, Nuge, those guys. But you're going to have to fill some holes, and you're looking for people to do it. And I give those young players a ton of credit for coming in and not just saying, hey, I can do the job, but I can do it really well, and that's made us a better team. The Oilers have played 71 games, Dave. Uh, we're joined by Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach. He's our Oilers now headliner for touchback safety. Uh, I know you've had a chance to talk to other coaches around the league. Just before we get to the plan moving forward, um, in the eyes of the people in the league, is Leon Dreisettle you know, is, is he the Hart Trophy leader, do you think, based on, I mean, you're coaching this guy and you're coaching the team that's got Connor McDavid as well. But Leon does some different things than some of the other top-end players. I'm just wondering what your peers say about him. No, I mean, you talk to anybody around the league and, and you know, they talk about the two-headed monster, not the one-headed monster, you know. And uh, we're very fortunate to have two elite, elite players like that. And it, it, the one thing that is, you know, coaches have mentioned to me, it, it's just when they're separated, it's you you have to coach against your team a whole different way because you've got two weapons coming at you at separate times, and it's you have to have some teams can have the ability to match up two sets, but there's some teams that struggle matching up matching up uh, two separate lines, and and that's where. When those two guys are playing at their best and they're dragging other people with them, it uh, it makes us a very dangerous team because it's a hard matchup. And that's, uh, you know, we, we talked about it in the summer where we'd like to get to. We need, knew we needed to add some depth. And, and like you talked about with the Yamamoto coming in, it just added us that extra bit of depth that allowed us to uh, to separate the two. And I think we were a better team. That's that's the even though we, we got off to a great start, they were playing together. I still didn't feel like we were we were as good a team as when we were playing that stretch in, in January there where we were playing very well as a team yeah. with them separated and uh, that that to me was the closest we looked to a, a complete team and then we were hoping to get that next stage of that after the trade deadline and uh, and we're kind of on delay on that mode. <laughs> All right, Dave, here's the million-dollar question. Uh, if and when we get, let's just assume, and it's my belief the league has a real desire to play a, a playoff, and you're going to be based I, I, on points. I do too, yeah. You do too. There we go. Yeah. Who has the advantage in that situation? Firing up a younger team, and you've got a, your top-end players are younger guys, or firing up an experienced team? You've coached both, I mean, your team in Phoenix wasn't young. I mean, you had some veteran experienced guys there that have been in the league yeah. a long time. But when there's been this kind of layoff, who do you think's got the advantage in that scenario? I think that I think that teams that have 
a belief and a desire that they think they can win will get up and going quick. You you know you you read uh, I read a story this morning about uh, Doug Armstrong in St. Louis talking about his team. Will they be ready? And they they're going to be ready because they have the knowledge of how to be ready, and they have the desire to to try to win back to back. And the teams that will have that desire to jump in and feel like they have a chance to win will be the ones that will be the most motivated. You know you're going to have some teams that are. Uh, finishing out the playoffs, you're going to have some teams that are think they're still close enough to get in if we play any regular season games. But having that thought process that you think you can win is going to drive teams, and I think our team has that has that mindset. You know, we're still a young team, but I think there's still there's still tons of growth, and they recognize if we get in that situation, it's a it's a uh, ability for our team to grow and. You know, we have, I think we have arguably two of the top players in the world that have an impact on just about every game. When you have players like that and you have a team playing a strong team game around that, we'll, we'll be one of those teams that, that I think has a chance to win, has a chance to get a jump in there and, and have a good run. You know, so uh, where it goes, none of us know how that's all going to work out yet, but I like the thought process of our team jumping back in and getting up and going as quick as we can. Dave, we appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us here in Oilers Now. Stay safe and well. My pleasure, guys. Same to everybody out there. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, a different time in our world, but we've all got to deal with it. And I think it's a time where the world pulls together, which is uh, there's some real positive stuff that uh, I think in the long term will come out of this. But uh, in the meantime, we all got to hunker down together. All right, awesome stuff. Thanks for your time, Dave. Thanks, Bob. Take care. You, you bet. That is Dave Tippett. He is our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Touchback remains open for training and taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and clients. Uh, you can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Fine. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. We'll step out at 124. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 126 in Edmonton. Mark in St. Albert texts the show on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Hey, Stoff, thanks for a little bit of light that you bring uh, through your show in this time of darkness. Uh, DC texts the show to say, Bob, one thing I've noticed about our coach is he gives credit to where credit is due. He gives the assistant coaches credit. Uh, you don't hear that from every coach. We are blessed. Well, the Oilers are number one in the league in the power play, number two in the league in the PK. And uh, John Shannon's going to come down the pipe at 126 today, or sorry, 135. We'll get to him momentarily. But not before I tell you 
that uh, throughout the course of the season, the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Uh, James H. Brown, there for you when challenges happen. And uh, we are definitely in Trent Brown, Jim Brown, and the gang of James H. Brown. We are definitely dealing with challenging times right now. On the half hours, we have global news, weather, traffic updates, ongoing COVID-19 pandemic coverage with Eileen Bell. A reminder, at 2 o'clock today, Jalen Nye with the 6.30 Chet Afternoons. John Shannon coming up at 1.35 after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chet.